Thank you, Michael. That was wonderful. Somebody vacuuming while you're playing? <laughs> We're getting a hiss. Um, that was a couple of things. A hair dryer and an air purifier. <laughs> okay, Maybe there's some cats in there, too. It's louder on our end. It was cute to see the kitty in the window behind you. <laughs> so welcome to Unity Center for Positive Living, the Go With the Flow Center here. <laughs> so this is... Um, I need all your help today because I'm the only one doing everything, except I had Audrey go ahead and record because Johnny's sick and Susan and Tom are in Mexico. So I'm also the slideshow person and the service leader person. So feel free to unmute and say you forgot the slides or turn the slides off, something like that, because I forgot to put that slide on at the beginning. So, oh, shoot. I don't have a daily word, do I? Hang on a minute. Audrey, you got a deli word handy? Oh, wait, look what I got. Well, it's November, December, so I'm just going to pick. <laughs> I open to resilience. <laughs> I am strong and resilient as I meet life's changes. Life is about perspective. Sometimes I feel I am sailing smooth waters, and sometimes I feel like I'm bobbing in waves, just keeping my head above the surface. In these times, I pray, keeping my mind and heart attuned to God within. My soul rises. I am buoyant, able to ride the waves of life. If I find myself resisting change, I remember I am able to adapt to shifting circumstances and rediscover my peace. I keep my life in perspective, knowing there are no coincidences, no coincidences and all is in divine order. I have the power to make everything that happens in my life for my good. I'm strong yet flexible. I live lightly. I bounce back from disappointment. My life experiences both good and bad strengthen my resolve and enrich my outlook. And from Corinthians 16:13, keep alert, stand firm in your faith, be courageous, be strong. All right. And now Michael will lead us in. Hang on, let me switch screens. Do, 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 do. Shift. Can you all see Shirley the presence? Okay. Okay, Mike, go for it. Unmute. <laughs> Surely the presence of God's love is in this place. I can feel the mighty power and the grace. I can feel the rush of angel wings. I see glory on each face. Surely the presence of God's love is in this place. Surely love is in this place. I can feel the mighty power and the grace. I can feel the rush of angel wings. I see glory on each face. Surely the presence 
Now, if you'll join me for the opening statement, there is only one presence and one power active as the universe and as my life, God the good. And now we'll do the welcoming song together or listen nicely. <laughs> and if you minimize your window, you can see that gorgeous picture. Thank you, Merker family. That was beautiful. Thank you for changing the words, <laughs> making it more positive. Um, now it is time for greetings. Everybody unmute and say hi. Hey, everyone. Happy Howdy, New Year. Bill. Good to see you. <clears throat> Happy New Year, everybody. Hello. Happy New Year. Jerry, are the Seahawks playing this morning? No, no. They're, they're out of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're we hearing are, the game, I, I assume. Huh? 
Yeah, uh, no, no. Well, you, I, well, I could see you looking at a TV, not at us. So <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that's your Seahawks stance usually. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, any any announcements? Hope everyone's staying warm. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Fred. Hope you're staying cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, so today was also going to be our annual meeting. So obviously that's postponed. We're going to do that one in. February, second Sunday in February. So uh, anybody else have an announcement? Nobody? All right. Um, well, I guess we'll get on with the show. Let's see. Here's. Uh, all right. It's time for our unity statement. We can all say that. Well, everybody remute <laughs> so we don't get all confused here. We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values as taught by Jesus and others, revealing the one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness in God. And now we're going to do our song of joy. And take it away, Merkers. Thank you. Thank you. That was lovely. And now our reading this morning will be Eileen. Okay. So I'm going to start with the daily word for today because the, the reading that yeah, I chose goes with the daily reading. For okay. The daily for today. So, so let's see. We are 
here. All right. So today the daily word, um, the word is serve. I bring God's love into the world through service. I don't need special skills to be of service. I have willing hands and an open heart, channels of God's love to be directed wherever they are needed most. This impulse to serve is my compassionate nature seeking expression. I respond to the needs around me by doing what I can to help. I do not think of reward or recognition, just being of service fills my heart. Serving is a wonderful way to feel close to God. My loving heart is open, my hands are busy, and my life feels purposeful when I am doing what I can to brighten one person's life or to make the world a better place. I feel God's presence strongly as I serve and share the love and care of the divine. And from Matthew chapter 25, verse 35, for I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. All right. And so from my fabulous, you all have seen it. Oh, it's blurry. So it's not going to show you um, the offbeat prayers for the modern mystic. So we have the prayer of the servant. I am your servant and I patiently await your direction. I am certain that you are guiding me even though I feel lost. I take urgency lightly. I know that there is no hurry when I am walking on your path. Slowliness is holiness. I take this time to fill my mind with thoughts of gratitude. I neither resist or worship my feelings. I let them flow through me. I understand that allowing myself to feel the anger, fear, and sadness as they occur creates a sacred place for my emotional harvest. I am willing to feel my feelings in order to find the joy that lies beneath the furrows of my pain. I take time to connect with others, not just for what I can do for them, but for the new life, energy, and perceptions. Alone I fall, but joined with others, I become a mighty force of love capable of healing individual and collective wounds. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So let's go to our welcoming song. No, our uh, meditation song. One switch to that. Oh, 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 back, back too fast. Okay. So, Merkers, take it away. <clears throat> All right. So, first, I'd like to give just a little story about this song. Um, we both attended John Wingfield's workshop at Unity um, recently, and uh, just before he passed, and he um, he instructed us, he, he coached us through um, learning the, the prayer of the heart and, and what was really awesome about his workshop was that he, um, he gave us permission to play with it, to be really creative and to find words and ways that um, felt really true to our own heart, um, ways to express this prayer, this mantra, and so um, I found myself playing with the words, and then this uh, this song emerged, so uh, yeah, that's the story I wanted to 
share about it. Um, and the cats are going to sing along, it seems. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear them, but we're not letting them out because it's so cold and they're used to going out. So. sing along in your own spaces once you got the hang of it. Dear God, I love you with all of my heart. Dear Goddess, I love you with all of my heart. Dear
Thank you. That was so beautiful. Oh, you did John proud. <laughs> oh, thanks. I, uh, I saw some pictures of him playing guitar. I didn't know he played guitar, but oh, I like to think that he helped me write that song. Yeah, wonderful. It was beautiful. Okay, so now if you all join me in the affirmations. I am the love of God in expression. I am truly thankful for all the good I already experience. I am growing more prosperous with every day. I am healthy, active, whole, and happy. I am always growing and expanding into the fulfillment of my potential. I am at peace knowing that everything I need comes to me in the perfect time and in the perfect way. And this being the second Sunday, we're going to do the progressive Lord's Prayer. So if you see this along with me, our creator who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, I am. I am thy kingdom come. I am thy will being done. I am on earth even as I am in heaven. I am giving this day daily bread to all. I am forgiving all life even as I am also all life forgiving me. I am leading all people from temptation. I am delivering all people from error. I am the kingdom, I am the power, and I am the glory of God, an eternal, immortal manifestation. All this I am. Amen. And now markers on the Alleluia. Now, it is my great pleasure to introduce Audrey Pitchford, who will be our speaker. And I will mute myself. Take it away, Audrey. Uh oh, wait a minute. Did oh, you share? Wait a minute. I am sharing. Can you see my screen? Yeah, but you're sharing my, you're sharing my slideshow. <laughs> this one? Is this one yours? Divine love through me blesses and multiplies. Okay. Let me let me oh, no, now, you're okay. now you're okay. okay. It's, mine's off. Oh good. Okay. Right. <laughs> Never a dull moment here in the Zoomiverse. <laughs> well, happy new year, everyone, and happy Martin Luther King Day weekend. As you know, I like to start with something a little on the light side. Um so here's my here's my joke for uh today. So a father is passing by his son's bedroom and he hears his son praying and he hears his son say, God bless mommy and God bless daddy. And please, God, make Seattle the capital of Washington. And the father just doesn't know why this would be the kid's prayer. So he sticks his head in the door and he says, hey, son, why, why are you praying for Seattle to be the capital of Washington? And the son says, well, that's what I wrote on my geography test. <laughs> 
So as a spoiler alert, it is okay for us to pray for specifics, including uh, for Seattle to be made the capital of Washington. We'll talk about um, answered prayer a little bit later today. And today's talk is called Pray Up Your Life. And this is based on a book that I'm starting to work through that I'm going to be speaking from by the same name, Pray Up Your Life, by Reverend Charlene E. Manuel, a unity minister. And so today we'll talk some about prayer. We'll talk some about the ideas in this book. We'll get a chance to practice creating a group prayer together. And I'm really excited for this study because, um, you know, January is often a time for New Year's resolutions. And a lot of times there's kind of a um, an over-focus, in my opinion, on self-improvement. And uh, for me, this is uh, a journey that I've been interested in for a while in uh, doing a deeper dive into my prayer practice. One of my mentors say, we teach what we most need to learn. So uh, I'm going to be learning a lot about prayer, and I appreciate everyone being along this journey with me. So there are probably as many definitions of prayer as there are numbers of human beings on the planet. And so um, my question for you all, because you know I love to hear what you have to say, is how do you define prayer? What is your definition of prayer? And I invite anyone who wants to share to unmute and jump on in. I don't do any uh, structured kind of prayer. It's more, for me, it's more of alignment and getting in touch with what I truly want. And mm. the universe mm -hmm. sees it and understands it. Okay, yeah, great. Thank you, Joanne. So it almost sounds more like a feeling, like yeah. an internal feeling. Yeah, okay, great. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. I would call prayer um, seeking answers. Okay, all right. Thank you, Eileen. Any other definitions of prayer people want to share? Um, I, I could say a lot about it, but I think that um, for me, it's about becoming quiet mm. and listening and, mm. <clears throat> and just um, finding kind of like what Joanne said, alignment or a space of gratitude or love, just open-heartedness yeah great beautiful mike thank you thank you for sharing and jerry looks like you're got something to say too yeah uh there's two types of prayers as far as i'm concerned there's pre prayer when you, prayers when you want something or prayers of appreciation so, <laughs> okay uh, all right okay I, I'm more towards the latter <laughs> okay all right remembering to appreciate all of our good and sometimes we want stuff too like we want seattle to be changed to the capital of washington all right <laughs> thank you jerry all right anyone else before i continue okay so we might all have our own definition of prayer, and that's great. Reverend Charlene says her purpose is not to change anyone's definition of prayer, but instead to support people on their prayer journey. And here's how she defines prayer. I really like this definition. Reverend Charlene calls prayer conscious, intentional communion with God. I love that, conscious, intentional communion with God. And she also says... The more time we spend in prayer, 
the greater our ability to experience God as the loving presence within us. And I would also add to that, the greater our ability to experience God as the loving presence within everyone else as well. So I really love this definition. Um, like I mentioned earlier, part of what I like about it too is the focus on consciousness and conscious connection with the divine. Perhaps you've heard a saying that says, every thought is a prayer. And I believe that because I believe we each have ability to generate that co-creative power within, to use our thoughts, to influence our reality. And unfortunately, sometimes I know some of my thoughts are actually worry thoughts. And in my thinking, a worry thought can still be co-creative because with worry, I can actually create thoughts of discord and unhappiness and discomfort within. And so that power of prayer, that power to uh, generate my experience is always present. And my goal is to be more conscious of what I'm doing with my thoughts. So rather than the worry thoughts that are going to generate an outcome that I may not be happy with to more consciously focus on speaking life affirming words, whether I'm doing that aloud or whether I'm focusing on those ideas within. Now, unity, as many of us know, has a strong foundation in prayer. And in fact, unity's, um, one of Unity's basic principles has to do with prayer. Now, there's some different variations on how this basic principle is written and worded. I got this current definition from unity.org, and it says prayer and meditation connect and align us to our own spiritual nature and to God. I personally believe we're always connected to our own spiritual nature and to God and um, prayer and meditation uh, in my thinking, maybe make us more aware of this connection or make us more aware of this alignment. Um, so we can noodle on the wording of this principle if we need to. There's actually a children's version, which I really like that says, we consciously connect with the divine through prayer and meditation. And I like that it's very simple. And I think it again, incorporates that element of consciousness, which is really important to me. One other um, thing I want to point out about this principle, and Reverend Charlene talks about this as well, we can refer to the divine by any name that works for us. Reverend Charlene is very clear that she uses the word God. I love the song that the Merkers sang um, that incorporates God and goddess. One um, name for the divine that I've been working with is the matrix of, of life. And so whatever name for the divine works for you, um, as you likely know in unity, uh, we know that the divine is more than the big guy up in the sky and that we can use other names to infer, to refer to that infinite presence and power that's always available to us. So Reverend Charlene also talks about there are many ways to pray. I thought it was kind of interesting when I was looking for pictures for my slideshow and I Googled the word pray. I see all sorts of pictures of people with their hands clasped and their heads bowed and, and kneeling. And certainly that may be one way to pray. And that may be the way that we learned as children. Reverend Charlene also says 
we can pray in each moment. And some of the examples that she gave are things like if we're comforting a crying baby, holding that baby and singing a lullaby, that that can be a prayer. If we're watering our plants and enjoying their beauty while we're nourishing them with our tender love and care, that can be a prayer. If we're taking our morning walk uh, in the park to exercise our bodies, perhaps exercise the body of a uh, uh, a dog friend that lives with us, um, that can be a prayer. Being out in nature, witnessing the spectacular beauty of the natural world around us. When Mariette Jones came to visit me about a year and a half ago, um, we went uh, whale watching up in Nanaimo. And that was a beautiful and very spiritual experience, which I felt really blessed to, to share together. I also experience the words of Martin Luther King Jr. as a prayer, especially his speech, I have a dream. And part of his speech is focused on faith, where he talks about using faith to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony. Those words feel timely even today. I don't know how many uh, other, other of you sometimes experience what's going on in our country as some jangling discords of our nation, which could use some faith to help uh, shape them into a beautiful symphony. So I appreciate his example and his wisdom. Our Unity co-founder, Charles Fillmore, defined prayer this way. Charles said, every impulse of desire of the soul for life love and light is a prayer. And Reverend Charlene liked this quote and added to it. And I love what she added. And what Reverend Charlene says is every impulse of desire of the soul for life, love, light, wisdom, peace, joy, harmony, truth, hope, and prosperity is a prayer. Every time we're focused on something uplifting, something good. And in this way, as uh, Paul said to the Thessalonians in the first book of Thessalonians chapter five, in this way, we can pray without ceasing. We can always tune into these higher impulses, these desires of our soul for good and for blessing. Now, a few uh, words about this book that I'm going to be speaking from. If you want to get the book, you certainly can. If you don't want to, that's totally okay, too. We're going to be talking about it on Sundays. There's a variety of prayer practices included in the book. Um, her book describes 50 prayer practices or options, but Reverend Charlene is really clear. There are an infinite number of ways to pray, and there is no one right way. It's totally okay to modify her ideas. And so uh, as we explore these ideas together, uh, I'm going to be looking for what reson resonates with me. I encourage you to look for what resonates with you. Uh, it does not have to be the same thing as what resonates with me. That's totally good. We can all uh, have our own experience. Reverend Charlene said that her goal with this book is to bring the idea of prayer into all day-to-day -day activities to help people strengthen um, the practice of consciously directing thoughts and words towards what is positive, uplifting, compassionate, and loving. 
And she's also very clear that prayer isn't about improving our relationship with God, that our relationship with God needs no improvement, that prayer is about strengthening our practice of faith and trust in the divine. Now, Reverend Charlene actually uses uh, an investment analogy that I think is kind of interesting. She talks about um, when we're going through our regular day-to-day lives as we're earning money, setting aside a certain amount, you know, every payday. And then when we have something unexpected happen, that's something we can draw on. And she said, prayer is the same way, staying prayed up during the regular times. And then, you know, if we have uh, an instance that's more um, stressful or uh, where we feel more uncertain, then, then we're better able to draw on our prayer practice. Um, I thought that was an interesting comparison. There's actually a different comparison that I uh, like uh, better, and it's the comparison of prayer to a practice. The idea that anything that we do over and over repeatedly becomes uh, easier, more natural, something that we can more readily rely on, even in times of stress or challenge. And so, for example, uh, learning to drive a car, learning to type on a keyboard, learning to cook, all of these I see as examples of practices, and there's a million more, where the more we do these things, the more natural, the easier these practices become. And I see prayer very much in the same vein. Uh, as I like to say, practice makes progress. So another feature of the book that uh, I think is kind of cool that Reverend Charlene uses is she refers to using outer symbols as tools to help deepen our prayer practice. And uh, I'm curious what kinds of outer symbols you're already aware of that can help with prayer. So there's a really big example right here on the slide, someone using rose, a rosary or beads, uh, prayer beads to help with um with their practice. What other kinds of outer symbols or prayer tools have you seen or heard of? Anyone feel free to unmute and jump on in. Music. Oh, yeah, great. Thank you, Eileen. Yeah, we have music in every service, and it really enhances uh, my experience. Yeah, thank you, Eileen. What else? We actually have quite a number of tools in, uh, in Unity, quite a number of outer symbols. We might not think of them this way, but they're there. Lighting a candle while you're... Oh, Excuse great. Me. Yeah, lighting a candle. That's one I didn't think of. Thank you. Thank you, Joanne. Tarot cards, knowledge cards, affirmation cards, any kind of cards. Okay, yeah, cards that might have a beautiful image or inspiring words. Great. Thank you, Eileen. That was another example I didn't think of. I'll list a few that came to mind for me when I was working on this talk. Um, Using a bell or a chime. I know in the uh, sanctuary, we have that chime there that Susan often rings. Um, here's one that we use in Unity. Focusing on or wearing a particular color. So uh, our 12 powers that we learn about that 
are attributes of the divine that are in each of us, each power is historically lined up with a month. And in the month of January, the color that, uh, or excuse me, the the power that we focus on is faith, and the and the color for faith is blue. So so like I wore blue today. Um, I put blue on my slides. Um, so this can be an outer symbol. We might have special jewelry that we use to remind us of a prayer intention. I'm wearing a necklace um, that was given to me by a friend of mine who made her transition on the solstice. I'm wearing earrings that my sister gave me who I'm holding in prayer. Some other examples might be simply the daily word or Bible verses or other sacred texts that we can use to prompt prayer consciousness. And some of the examples that Reverend Charlene uses in her book and her workbook, she has activities around journaling, uh, word searches, reflection questions, visualization activities, uh, doodling, which I think is kind of a cool concept. She focuses also on numbers, some sacred numbers, looking at different metaphysical meanings of numbers and also encouraging us to identify if we have a number that's sacred to us. And I'll share one practice that um, some friends of mine and I used one time. So I was praying with a group of people for about a month and we decided we had a specific prayer that we wanted to affirm multiple times a day. We we're trying to figure out what would prompt us to remember to affirm this prayer. And someone had suggested a time or a, or a chime, but several of us didn't like the idea of like having a timer going off repeatedly during the day. And I don't remember who came up with the idea, but one person in our group said, how about we say this prayer every time we go to the bathroom? Because we all probably do that multiple times a day. So uh, we did, and it was kind of funny, but uh, it was also effective because we all remembered and so our symbol or our tool does not have to be uh, something heavy or serious. It can be a little on the lighthearted side. Uh, Reverend Charlie definitely talks about customizing your outer symbols and your prayer tools to meet your needs. And to also remember the balance between the outer symbols and the inner work. So, so that ultimately it's not about the symbol itself, that the, the symbol is a way to help us go more deeply within um, because the prayer work um, at its heart is always something that happens eternally. Many times when the topic of prayer comes up, people have questions about is prayer answered or is or how is prayer answered? I like Reverend Charlene's answer for this. She says, in her opinion, Prayer conditions our mind to prepare for the good we desire and to be a magnet for good, and that God answers prayers according to our dominant thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and words, and our willingness to cooperate with divine order and spirit. And then she says something that sounds a little bit to me like one of those Buddhist koans that um, um, is hard to understand, a little short statement that um, that I kind of scratch my head about. She says, God in us cannot fail. And the results may not always be what we'd hoped for or anticipated. <laughs> and I think this is really powerful to think about that, um, that idea that the divine is always at work, even if we get an outcome that we perhaps hadn't wanted or was something different than what we were praying for. 
Reverend Charlene's suggestion is that it's okay to pray for specifics, like our friend in the joke who was praying for Seattle to be the capital of Washington state, and to also recognize that the unfolding of God's highest good in our lives is always possible. So I was taught to pray at the end of, if, if I was praying for something specific, to say this or something better. I accept this or something better. One prayer example that this reminded me of was when my husband and I were supporting a family member who was um, in a custody struggle and our family member had gone to court and I had taken a step outside the courtroom and I actually called silent unity and then I did some prayer internally. And my prayer was definitely for my family member to be able to keep their child. And I also affirmed this or something better. And ultimately, unfortunately, my family member did not win custody of their child. However, a few months later, the same family member shared with me multiple blessings that they saw coming out of that court decision. And so I definitely believe that I can ask for what I think is the highest and best outcome. And I recognize too that the divine may have something even greater in store for me and my loved ones and all concerned. I also believe prayer doesn't change the divine, that prayer changes us, that prayer makes us more consciously aware of the words of wisdom shared in the book of Luke, saying that the kingdom of God is within. And that the more I can be aware of that, the more prepared I am to live the kind of life I want to live. So as we study this book together, pray up our lives. I encourage us all to try out these ideas and practices. Um, and as you do so, give yourself permission to pray in whatever way feels right for you in alignment with your beliefs and your understanding of truth that um, we can test stuff out, we can experiment, let the results inform what we do next. And most of all, to have fun with these practices, like, like the example of the bathroom that I mentioned, or like, you know, wearing colors or jewelry or using music, that it prayer does not have to be a heavy experience. It can be something fun and enjoyable. I wanted us to do an activity together before our time in meditation. And um, this activity has to do with uh, rewriting a rote prayer. So this isn't one of the activities in the book, uh, but it's an activity that I've done in a few classes and I've enjoyed it. And perhaps like me, maybe you learned some prayers by memorization growing up. And we know that we're never stuck with the words as we receive them, that we can always adjust them, just like uh, the lyrics to Amazing Grace were adjusted to be more positive. We can always adjust the words of a prayer to make them fit better with our current consciousness and current thinking. And so here is the Lord's Prayer. And in Centralia, we already have a tradition of doing this because we say the progressive Lord's Prayer a couple times a month. So when we put a rote prayer into our own words, it doesn't have to be word for word. It doesn't have to be line for line. It can be concept by concept. It can be intuitive. 
what something means to us. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to type into this screen on the right side, and I'm going to look for suggestions from the group for how to restate um, each of these bullets one at a time so that ultimately we come away with an alternate version of the Lord's Prayer written in our own words. And I think I might have to unshare and reshare before I can do this. So let me do that right now. All right, I'm just resharing again. All righty, here we are. So here's our Lord's Prayer, uh, and we're going to person personalize it. So we're going to start off by, um, the prayer starts by saying, Our Father, which is a name for the divine. And uh, so if we were going to come up with our own name for the divine, uh, I encourage anyone who feels so moved to take yourself off mute and toss out a name. I'll go ahead and type it in. I usually transfer it to mother father principal spirit divine mother father principal spirit, spirit divine. divine thank you joanne i have spelling immunity by the way <laughs> i'm typing in front of everyone all right so this next part who art in heaven what does that mean what does that mean to you In in spirit realm, in okay, uh, in spirit who realm, who dwells in all? Who dwells in all? I like that. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, because in unity, we know um, God's not that big guy up in the sky, but that God is everywhere present. Right. Okay, I like that. All right, what about this next part? Hallowed be Thy name. I think that gets to something Jerry said earlier. The idea of appreciation is what it reminds me of. Blessed be thy name. Blessed be thy name. I saw what, Mike say something. You might have been on mute. And what's the name <laughs> that we're <laughs> blessing? Yeah. And is it about just the name? Yeah. Mike, were you adding something as well? You might have been on mute. Oh, I was um, just saying Hollywood to myself because I don't. Oh, okay fully know the definition of it yeah hallowed is a blessing saying something is hallow or holy or sacred oh yeah Could we yeah it's more like that goes by many names rather than have the hallowed piece be there okay yeah so we can say uh maybe your name is infinite there we go your names are infinite and um I always think too of the concept of praise um, being about appreciation. Um, and so uh, to me, hallowed is a reminder of being grateful, like Jerry talked about, being grateful for our good. And so I might even change this to say, I am grateful for your infinite blessings. All right, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
as above, so below. So that's what oh, that I like that. Okay. How about give us this day our daily bread? Well, that's the ask and it's given part, but let's how would you put it into a sentence? That's definitely about asking. And, all, and it's all, our, all our needs are fulfilled. All our needs are fulfilled. I like that. I mute you guys. You can all unmute and chat at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> We're brainstorming here. And I might say you fulfill all our needs. All right, we got three more. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And originally that was forgive us our trespasses, which means a lot different than debts. Mm. Um, Forgive our transgressions as we forgive others' transgressions against us. Yeah, I think that's another way of wording it. And um, yeah, what else could this mean? Um, I, it could just be we embrace forgiveness. <laughs> could be yeah. we embrace forgiveness, yeah. Oh, we, we embrace forgiveness as you forgive all, something like that. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. I accept, I, you know, I accept my faults, mm -hmm. accept the faults of others, something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that. Okay. All right. And in my thinking, this is even bigger than forgiveness, because mm -hmm. I think this is about what we put out, we receive. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so I like, uh, I, I embrace my faults. Um, and I might even say, I embrace all of life knowing you also embrace all of life yeah something I like, like that, that. I like all that. right all right oh this one is always the one that's hardest for me leave us not in temptation but deliver us from evil because i don't believe god leaves us <laughs> and i don't believe there's any evil okay yeah so what are we going to say just, here? Just delete that line. <laughs> just delete it. We can skip it. We can. <laughs> we can totally skip that line. All right. And Fred, we can, can also admit say. Her. Fred, can you admit Brooke? Thanks. Honey. Thank you, Fred. Um, we can also say something like something that more reflects our unity beliefs uh we know despite appearances you are always present all right okay for thine is the kingdom the power the glory now and forever well go back to that i'm not happy with that despite appearances because that's okay. our okay that's our fault okay. not god's fault <laughs> <laughs> We okay, know you are just... always present. Okay. How about that? There we go. All right. 
What are we going to do about for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory now and forever? Mm. I don't know. That one looks good. <laughs> <laughs> they might have gotten one right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we can say, and, um, we can put it in more modern language. Yeah. And we can say. I'd say your kingdom power and presence are right here, right now and always. I like that. Okay. And for amen, I'm going to say, and so it is. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. A, um, oh, yeah, Mike. <laughs> um, since we have mother, father, and we have the, you know, the masculine and the feminine, maybe there's another word for kingdom. Mm. Get that out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because that just implies. Well, just just get kingdom out of there. What about your power and presence are right here now and always? Okay. Yeah. Or add. I, I always want the word love. So okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> How about we it. add the word love? Okay. <laughs> oh, Thank nice. You, Mike, I appreciate that suggestion. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. And so, we've kind of. Uh, I think Gone we just need through. a tweak. We need a little tweaking on the as above, so below. Okay. Because it doesn't. Okay. When you say the whole thing all at once, it doesn't quite flow with it. Okay. Flesh it out a little bit. Okay. All right. As above, so below. So if we were going to put that into more words, what would we say? Uh, come, they will be done. It's not will necessarily. Um. How about I am grateful for your infinite blessings as we create heaven on earth? Well, the, the I am grateful uh, for your infinite blessings is already up there, and it uh -huh. would flow. Okay. That's nice. I like that. Say it again. As we create heaven on earth. Okay. How about as we co-create? heaven on earth that shows we're not doing it from an egotistical point of view <laughs> um i like the will part in there too maybe as we align with your will and co-create heaven on earth as we align with divine will how's that divine will, yeah divine will yeah As we align with divine will to co-create heaven on earth. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. All right. Thank you, everyone. All right. So let me go back and uh, share this once more in the slide view. We'll see what we came up with here.
Okay, so here's what we have. Father, mother, mother, father, principal, spirit, divine, dwells in all. I am grateful for your infinite blessings. As we align with divine will to co-create heaven on earth, you fulfill all our needs. I embrace all of life, knowing you also embrace all of life. We know you are always present. Your love, power, and presence are right here, right now, and always. And so it is. Great job, everyone. That was lovely. Thank I've never you. been really happy with the progressive Lord's Prayer. That I am <laughs> just feels awkward to me all the time. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Well, and we're not limited to this version we wrote today or to just doing this with the Lord's Prayer. We can rewrite any any rote prayer that we have learned at any point. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about this experience, I invite us now to take a few moments and step into meditation. So go ahead and make yourself comfortable in your chair. Feel your breath naturally moving in and out. And reflect on what this activity was like for you. Maybe it was exciting. Maybe it was frustrating. Maybe it was confusing. Maybe your mind is still thinking about this activity or the prayer, ways to make it more truly yours. And we know that whatever experience we've each had, that it is truly perfect, that we are always safe as we explore our prayer practices and our prayer consciousness. We know that we do not have to move any closer to the divine, that we are already as close as we need to be. And we know that any practice of prayer, like the one we just went through, or any other practice we have, is simply about our own consciousness, perhaps making us more conscious, or perhaps growing and building our consciousness of that divine connection. And so we turn now to the silence and take a few moments within to focus on the gift of prayer in the silence. We know and see that prayer is a gift. It's a way of developing our consciousness, of becoming more attuned and aware to that sacred connection we always have with the divine 
and with all of life. And so for this opportunity to pray together and meditate together and to practice prayer and to experiment and to learn and grow, we're so grateful, we're so grateful. And we say it is blessed and holy, and so it is. Thank you, Audrey. That was wonderful. A good talk today. All right. Let's see what we do next. Offering prayer. So I got a screen. Mm -hmm. All right, let's all say our offering prayer together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Jerry, if you'll take that basket around, please, to each person. <laughs> uh, but seriously, I'm gonna I'm going to attempt the uh on our website, we have a, a pay app thingy there, and I'm going to give that a try today. If not, mail in our checks. Thank you very much for all that you guys give. Keep us going because we have a special place here. All right, so we'll go right to the blessing of thanks. We'll say that together. Bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly. And so it is. And now the healing prayer. Um, this is a good time to share all our great collective group healing energy for anyone that needs it. Just call out their name. And uh, just keep Amy in your prayers. She had herself put in the hospital because she went off her meds. She was trying herbs and thinks she needs a combination. So keep Amy in your prayers. Give that a minute for everybody to think of someone. Prayers out to everybody who might not have heat or a nice warm place to stay. God bless them. Oh, bless our linemen. God bless them. Keep our energy flowing here, don't they? All righty. Let's say the healing prayer together. Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all beings and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. And let's say the prayer of protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence, presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. And people on the screen are holding hands for us, so just join them as the workers do our peace song for us. <clears throat> Let there be peace on earth and 